For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. ED. Yo. Man. Quarantine week three. And uh, my daughter just read me the riot act, bro. This daddy daycare stuff is off the hook. <laughs> she's tired of you too, huh? <laughs> she's, she's certainly tired, tired, tired of me, tired of everything. This is the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Uh, plenty to get to on this show, of course. Uh, we always encourage you to subscribe, rate, and review if you haven't done so already. And if you have, you can go ahead and do it again. Why not, right? Yes. Uh, sh- share, share the wealth, share the love. Um, we're located wherever you listen to podcasts or wherever you found us right here today, right where you're listening. That's where you can find us. We're on social media, on Twitter. You can hit us up. He's at underscore Eric Davis underscore. I'm at R Haylock. Um, yeah, man. So shout out to all the, uh, all the stay at home moms, stay at home dads. My, my daughter is nine <laughs> that, months. That would be everyone, right? Yeah. Well, that's, that's every, everyone that's right everybody now. right now, right? Yeah. My, my daughter is nine months. No, you know, no, you know, can't put together a sentence or nothing. But I mean, she just read me the complete riot act, and so um, <laughs> it's nap time right now. So with nap time, you know, that allows us to get in get in a pod here. So uh, let let's get into it. Um, we were discussing yesterday on we did an IG live yesterday. Also, we we're on Instagram at underscore bump in the letter N run. For my man Bump and run. ED. That's it. Bump at, and run, baby. Story of my life. Bump and run. And at Watch Ray Ray. Um, so we're gonna be doing that from time to time. Uh, did that yesterday for the first time, and uh, I don't know. I, we, we, I liked it. You know, it's it, it's different. It, it it poses another challenge, uh, for us for the, for this pod as we as we continue to try to grow and develop this thing. We talked about it a little bit yesterday. Um. Just from a uh, from a running back perspective, we got a question. The question was posed to us about the running back room. We're going to get into that. We're going to get into uh, pick number 13. Uh, Niners, of course, have two first-round picks. They got 13. They got 31. But no picks in the second, third, fourth, or fifth, I believe. And so – or second, third, and fourth. Uh, I believe they do have a pick, a pick in the, the fifth. Yeah, something like that. Um, So – um, we could always look it up. Yeah, the long and short is between 31 and 156, they don't have any picks. So that, that's a, a wide gap. So what do you do there? Um, obviously, we know that this talent, this roster is is basically coming back intact for the most part. Um, but still, that's 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 a wide gap if, if you're trying to get some guys in. So I guess the, uh, the main thing is at 13, mm-hmm. would you trade it? Well, that depends. That depends on who I'm trading it for. Um, so to answer, for, the for, quick, like, answer, well, let's, quick answer. Well, hold on. Let me just let me just do it because that's I hate when people do that when you're asked a question and they don't answer the question. They start giving all these scenarios. So number one, would I trade that pick? Yes, I would. 
So that's the answer to your question. Yes, it's not like I'm married to the pick, so I would trade the pick, but that's dependent upon what's available and the package that I'm putting together, just like everything. Yeah. So what about for for well let's break it down. Would you trade it for would you trade it to get to, to, to go back, to trade down? Uh to get into you know, the second and third or, or the or the fourth round. Would you trade uh, it for additional picks? It depends on uh, – yes, I would. Again, dependent upon where I'm trading, the number of selections I'm getting, and who's on the board that I've identified that I want or not. Because this is where I am. If I'm, if I'm sitting there and I'm drafting for the Niners, I got a good locker room. I don't need just any player. Okay, so it depends on who's there. So let's just say these quarterbacks that they think that are going, go. And um, I'm getting, they're getting close to the 13th pick to where someone thinks that they could make some type of deal with me and then move up or, or whatever. What am I going to get out of it? Because I don't need a quarterback. You, you see what I'm saying? It, yeah. it, 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 it's not necessarily uh, – it, it depends on what I'm moving back for and who's there. Cause, because I, if there are players that I need, it's not worth it. If it's someone that I have identified that I think can help me win a championship moving forward, that's I'm going to go for him. But yes, I would definitely, I would definitely move back. Let's just say I feel I feel great about my offensive lineman. So we're just going to give. I, if I feel great about my offensive lineman, I feel great about my defensive lineman, and there are tons of offensive and defensive linemen left because no run has been made on them. Yes. Because I do want to get some backups in that situation, but the people that I'm after, they haven't been touched. Or let's just say I absolutely love the wide receivers. And we've been talking about Judy. We've been talking about um, Ruggs. We've been talking about um, um, CeeDee Lamb. Lamb. Okay, so you've been talking about those guys, but the expectation is for them to all be gone. And let's say you've gotten to 13, and there's been a run on offensive linemen, defensive lineman nobody's even touched a wide receiver and i'm looking at the teams after me and i'm like wait a minute i can trade okay where do you want me to trade to so now you want me to trade out of 13 where am i trading to am i trading to so am i trading further back in the first round where i can still get one of those guys and now i'm picking up a two or a three uh, you see what i'm saying it's, it's too it's there are so many scenarios where it's it's difficult to say unless i know what's going on whether or not I'm ready to move because the one I'm just giving you. So let's just say those three receivers are still on the board. Well, and, and it's pick number and, and pick number 12 is, is um, at the podium right now. Those three guys are at the board. I'm looking at the teams drafting after me. They don't need those. The, the next five teams out of the next five teams, one of them want a wide receiver. I got a shot if I'm happy with all three of those guys. So let me move back beyond that. So you see what I'm saying? So I can drop back to the twenties still get one of these guys and pick up a second-round pick. If, if you're John Lynch, are you are you hunting for it, or are you just going to sit back and wait and, and see what, what gets brought to you? Or are you, uh, are you hunting for an opportunity to probably trade down, given, given that scenario, right? You, you, get, you, get, you find yourself in that spot where there are some guys on, on your board who are still available once you get there, multiple guys on your board still available. Uh-huh. Once you get there in that area, do do you begin hunting at that point? You know, picking up the phones and and, and making calls, or, or do you just kind of play it play it play it cool and let people approach you? Uh, it's his job to hunt. That's his job. John Lynch's job is the is the um the well being. The, the but does that take well- away the leverage though if he starts the, hunting? 
No, there, there's no such thing as taking away the leverage because if some – what leverage are you taking away? If I have something you want, um, this is not a le- leverage situation. This is I have something you want. Okay, so you want to draft a certain player at this pick, and you know that, that the, the two teams behind me probably want them as well. So I'm just letting you know. I'm looking at your roster just like you're looking at mine. I know you need these type players. I know your needs. That's what we do for a living. So I'm just letting you know. I'm willing to move out of this spot, and this is what it's going to cost you. So you're talking about losing your leverage. I'm just going to tell you. Because, look, I don't have to go anywhere. I'm already at this spot. And I can take this deal to you, or I can move on to somebody else. Because, like I said, there are three teams that want to make this same selection. So you can jump in front of them, or I can go to one of them, that that's further behind and say, here, now you get to get the player you want. So there's no, there's not a situation where you're going to lose leverage because as long as you are in that position, you have something that someone else wants. So the question is, can you find them in that, in that a lot of time? I, I, I say that because let, let's, all right. I, I, you have something I want, right? ED, you, uh-huh. you got something that I want. Yeah. I know where right? you're going. Keep going. And, and, but we're in a position where there's a player there. Um, I like him a lot. Uh-huh. Maybe I don't love him. Uh-huh. Well, if you don't love him, then you're not going to give me, give me anything for him anyway. Think about it. So, so just you answered your own question. If there's a player there and you're saying if he falls to me, I would love to have him, but I'm not ready to move heaven and earth to get him, then you're not, you don't want to make a deal. So, it, it, so it's not a question of me losing leverage by contacting you. You weren't going to contact me because you didn't want to do it. So if I do, I may be able to sweeten the pot and say, hey, look, because of this, you got an opportunity to get a player that you really like. Now, if there are multiple players on this board and you're like, I'm OK with either one of these, you, you're not going to do anything. If this is someone I really like and I, I'm moving up a couple of slides, because you've seen it before where you'll see teams move up two places. Like, why, why, why did this team give up? a second, a third, and switch two places. Why did they do that and give up a future pick? And next year, because they really wanted that player. That Now, that's not, I kind of like him. That's, I'm in love with this guy. And if, if a team's not in love with a guy, they're not going to move. No no one trades places just for the sake of trading places when they, um, um, if they don't love a guy. You're, you're always you're, you're gonna make the, you're gonna make the trade because you feel like this is a player you have to have. Make sense? Okay. So if, if if I love the guy, is the pot? If I love the guy, is is the uh-huh. pot is the pot not sweeter if I call you versus if you call me? Um, I I I, I get where you're going, but this is the thing: all you can give is what you got. You can't give what you ain't got. You, you see what I'm saying? You, so you can't. You. So you can't give with you. So you can't. You can't give me. You can't give me the next. You know. Okay. I'm picking at 13. You're picking at 20. You want to jump to 13 because you know I'm calling you. Like, okay, do you want this guy? I know you want him, but 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 here it is. So I'll tell you, if I want you to get to 13, you got to give me your. You got to give me the 20th pick. You got to give me two of your second rounders. You got to give me a third round pick. Well, you don't have it. You can't give me what you don't have. You, you see what I'm saying? I hear you. So it's not it's not a question of it's not a question of me coming to you and this supply and demand thing. Like I got this only thing in town, and and um, 
since you came to me, I'm going to hold it over your head. That's kind of what you're getting at. You came to me, so now I got all the power, and I'm going to do this. Like, no, remember, I'm coming to you, whether I'm coming to you or you're going to me. At the end of the day, you got to ask yourself, do you want to trade out of the 13th pick? If you're John Lynch, do you want to trade out of the 13th pick, or do you want to make a selection there? Whether you go to me or I come to you, you have to decide. There's no advantage or disadvantage as to whom comes to who, because you're going to tell me this is what you're willing to do. If you if John Lynch calls the Cleveland Browns, he's going to say, this is what I'm willing to do for you to have this selection. If the Cleveland Browns call John Lynch, we are willing to give you this. And then you'll do your little bit of negotiating, but then, but that's where it is. You see what I'm saying? Because I, I, I know the selections when you call me. OK, Pittsburgh's calling. I know what your selections are. I don't know. I don't know where you're going to be in 2021, but I know what you have right now. You see what I'm saying? I hear you. So that's so that's the only the only the only thing that you can look at its future compensation. And it's like, OK, well, do I expect this team to be good or bad? So that second round that you're offering next season, is that going to be a, the high end of the second or is that basically a third round that you're giving me or that third round pick? You see what I'm saying? Is it a fourth round pick? Cause it's at the bottom. Cause you're going to be a good team. So, that, so that's, that's pretty much it. It's, it's not, it's, it's not like you're, you're going to, I, I don't believe you gain any type of any type of advantage by being the, you know, be it the caller or the callee because at, at ultimately all you can offer is what you have, and every everybody kind of knows the game. You know what I mean? So I, you, I, I know you have these these pieces. You know I have these pieces, and exactly. so it's just it's it's just a matter of of getting it done. Um, yeah, yeah. Because you're but not. I mean, you're I, I don't, I don't know. Maybe maybe there's an maybe there's an extra pick or whatever to be had. Um, when when you talk about. Uh, leverage and things of that nature. This is the Believe in 49ers podcast presented by Bet Online. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Um, we're looking at this in, in terms of picks, right? And and I see I see picks. I see the Niners moving down. If that were to be the case, on more more of a micro level, um, on a much larger scale. Though, however, we we hinted at this before in previous episodes. Do you feel? Do you believe there's a blockbuster of some sort out there to be had for that number thirteen pick, where where there's a player involved, some some sort of a at thirteen? Obviously, it's got to be some sort of a game changer coming back in 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 return. Do, do you see a scenario in which? in which that could happen. I know we're surprised oh, every yes, year by yes. draft trades, draft day trades. Yes, I do see that, that that, that could happen at 13. I, I see that being able to happen, um, and not just with the Niners. I mean, there are a lot of teams that, that are drafting um, before the Niners and at the Niners' position that could possibly do that. Um, you, you just take 15, 15 up, I think you can get that because – there are multiple quarterbacks coming out that people feel have um, have potential. There are multiple wide receivers, um, offensive linemen, and some pass rushers that are coming out that people are like, okay, these guys have have potential to be stars, not just good players, but stars. So because you have that, think about it. When you have multiple guys at the position, if you are – 
Um, I'm going to I'm going to just use. Oh, you know what? I'm not even going to use. Oh, I'll use Julio Jones. If you are the Atlanta Falcons. And you have Julio Jones that's making all the money. I mean, the highest paid wide receiver in the league. You understand his value. You understand what's going on. But you can look at this and also say, I've been paying Julio like this for years. We understand what he is, but I'm losing with you. And my philosophy, and I think a lot of philosophy, the philosophy of most winning teams, like I know the 49ers organization is built on this when I was there. And I know if that's part of it now, that's how Jed York feels. If I'm losing with you, why wouldn't I try to win without you? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So if in the case of Julio Jones, it's not, it's not a disrespect thing. It's not – so that blockbuster trade we're talking about, it's not a disrespect thing. It's not I don't need you. It's not understanding your value. It's like I'm looking at where you are in your career, what I have to pay you, and can I trade you and grab – another wide receiver that I feel can come in and contribute and still have an opportunity to be competitive and possibly win because I'm paying you. You, you, you see what I'm saying? The return on the, yes, I understand your value and you've given that to me and I've compensated, compensated you for, for everything you've brought to this organization, but I'm, a, but I'm going to trade you away because look, we, we've already mentioned the name of three wide receivers that we think could come in and play for us as rookies. I get that number off of the cap. I have an opportunity to continue to try and build my team while this player is on his rookie contract. You get to you get your money. You get to go somewhere. And um, obviously the team that's trading for you is going to be someone that thinks you can put them over the top cause, or, or else why would you even bring that contract on? You see what I'm saying? So that's so that's why I say that that deal is always out there, but it's out there more so when you have the drafts to where you look at some players and you start to say, well, uh, you know, nothing's for certain, but these players at multiple players at a particular position possess a skill set that we think will be high in the NFL. So that's why I think that deal is out there. I, I don't doubt that that deal is out there, especially for a team like the Niners. When, I, when, I mean, we, when we look at the Niners, we, we look at, we we look at the wide receiver position, obviously, right? Like, would would there be another position you think, or or would that be the only play for for some some sort of high flight, high quality wide receiver to come in in exchange for that number thirteen pick, or do you, or do you see a different position, uh, perhaps a different a different player? Um, I mean, it could be, be a pass play. rusher. It could be a, it could be a pass rusher. Um, I don't know the offensive lineman. Um, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know the offensive lineman that you trade for because, I mean, you know, you know, Tyron Smith's not going anywhere. Yeah. You know, you, you know what I'm saying? It's like who's going to give up? Who's going to give up that tackle? Um. So you know, so and and you possibly if there's, uh, like I said, it could be a pass rusher. Uh, I don't know if anyone is going to let go. Well, you you don't even need a, the safeties because you signed your guys back, so you don't need it at that position. Wide receiver would or pass rusher would be the only one that I could even. The only ones. All right, let me throw let me think. throw a name out there. Uh, we we mentioned OBJ uh, uh-huh. in, in the past. We've talked about him previously on on a number of podcasts. Um, so obviously that that that's someone who we uh-huh. both believe can come in and 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 could fit. Um, and you actually changed my mind on this thinking. I was totally anti OBJ prior to us uh, ha- having our discussion here on this podcast. I'm gonna throw another name out there though. 
And, okay. and if you're John Lynch, would you touch this player? Uh, AJ Green. Um, AJ Green. Um, no. Older. AJ's older. AJ hasn't played. AJ hadn't played what the last couple of years. He didn't. Yeah, he didn't play at all last year. Yeah, he didn't play all at all last year. I don't know why. Um, and then he didn't play too much the previous yeah. season. Yeah. Yeah. So that's so so that's my that's my reasoning on the no. That's that's why I wouldn't do it. I you know what I actually feel that way about Julio right now. Really, Julio? Yeah. Well, yeah. Julio. Julio hasn't played. Julio has been injured the last couple of years. And I, as much as I like Julio, and I know if, if he's healthy, and that's that. What I have to start saying that if healthy, because he's getting older, and the body starts to wear down. And as as that starts to wear down, if I can't count on you, then that's it. Because I need you to be Julio. So I don't know if I if I could do that. You, you, I, I'm shocked, and I and I have to believe. Is that the Niners had no idea? They had no idea that um, Hop was out there. That um, Hopkins was was available. Yeah, because you don't. I mean, you 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 would have to. You try to make a play, right? Especially. Oh with, God! How do you not make a play yeah. for that? Now, you know, or, or maybe, maybe they did. I mean, we don't. You know, we're not we're not privy to that. But you would. I don't. I have a hard time. I have a hard time believing that they would not have made that offer uh, because I believe that they would have given up. I think they would have given up the 13th pick. I, so I, I have a hard time believing that they wouldn't make make an offer uh, for Hopkins. I, 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 if if coming to the Niners, I believe they could have gotten more than what Arizona uh, would have given up. And and the reason I don't think that there was, I could, and as you say, it could be wrong, but I'm not. I'm, I don't think I am. The reason I don't think. Um, the Niners were privy to it because Arizona would have had to come off of more. Think about it. If you're the Arizona Cardinals and you know that the defending NFC champion, the defending NFC West champions that you have to deal with twice a year are about to get DeAndre Hopkins, you wouldn't be willing to offer more than a seven. And I mean, they basically they, they stole them. Yeah, exactly. So that's what I'm saying. They would. So, uh, so what I'm saying, Houston would have gotten a better deal if they had known that there were other dogs in the race. They they would they would have they would have given they would have um, they would have made a better deal. So that so that's that whole thing where you where you start talking about um, the the leverage when you're having these conversations and things like that. All you can do is what you can do. So and with the draft, everybody knows what's going on and how it is. In a situation like that, we're going in. Yes, I know you have first rounders. I know you have all of these things that's going on. So I'm coming at you, and I'm saying, look, I'm giving you a call for just a perfect scenario. I'm Houston. I'm calling. I'm calling um, Arizona. Look, I'm you get first dibs at this. I'm going to check with the Niners. I'm going to check with Seattle as well. What do you have the offer? Now, if I have a relationship with you and I'm not bringing anyone else into the fold, that's the leverage you're talking about, I, I believe, where it's like it's a different conversation. Uh, but but it's still based off of what what the parameters are of the deal we're trying to make. So that, that's that's where that is. But I, I would think the Niners would have gotten off into that. And I don't think they knew about it. But back to wh- where we were with all of this. Yeah, I mean, I, I think a deal could be made. Um, I, and I wouldn't be shocked 
I'm still I still won't be shocked if it's if one's not made. But like just like how we said, if you're a team that's saying, okay, we're gonna get rid of Julio and have the young guy because we think we can get things done with with a younger player, the Niners may be thinking the exact same thing. I mean, they 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 traded. <laughs> not only did they trade away David Johnson, they gave up a second and a fourth in next year's draft. Uh, well, a, yeah, a second and a fourth in next year's draft. A second in this year's draft and a fourth in next year's draft, along with David Johnson. Mm-hmm. Um, who, who, and, and, who, that's, and that's what I think the Niners. Like, that's the, robbery. The, and then they also got a fourth yeah. back. So not only did they get Hopkins, but they also yeah. got a fourth back from the yeah. Texans. Like that's and, and there's a lot of rumors out there swirling around about Bill O'Brien and that relationship with Hopkins and and O'Brien. Well, it's, I mean that's not even a rumor. Obviously, they didn't get along. Yeah, but he gave he gave him away. He gave him away. He's he, this dude is a horrible GM. God, he's a horrible GM. Yeah, I mean he yeah it's 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 not the only questionable move that he's made. Yeah, you know he's since. a really really bad. But but it's a hard thing to do. It's it's a we talk about it all the time between Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch. It, it's 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 two completely separate skill sets and the goals. You have you have two different mandates, and it's hard to be. That's why very few people have been good in the history of this league. Very few people have been good at being the head coach and general manager, because you 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 you're doing it for different. You you show up to work every day for different reasons. And Bill O'Brien is a very—I think he's a good coach. I think he's a really good coach. I think he's a really good coach. He's a horrible GM, but we can <laughs> we can keep going. We can keep going. <laughs> well, let's let's uh let, let let's talk about some T-shirts right now, Ed. Um, we uh got a sponsor here in in, in True Classic Tees, and I mean, right now we're living that quarantine life. I don't know about the rest of y'all, but I've I've been in T-shirts pretty much every day. And that's just kind of, <laughs> just kind of how I'm rolling, you know, these days. Um, tell us. I'm not mad about it. Tell, tell us a little bit about the folks at True Classic Tees. Uh, well, True True Classic is a it's a group right here. It's a LA based company. I absolutely love it. It's my favorite t-shirt company. Uh, they are on the rise. T-shirts are a big thing. You know, formal wear is out. And I know you love a t-shirt and a suit. Love it. That's, that's your thing. That's it's, your thing. It's, it's it's new. I just, I just started, but you know, I was kind of feeling myself. I was kind of you just started to see. I've been doing that for years. You are kind of behind the yeah, time, I, though, I, but, you but you're catching up. We can't be as cool as you, Ed. We can't be as cool as you. It is a tough thing. It's a tough <laughs> thing, but you know, it's it's a tough job. But I'm the best man for the job, so I try to do it. But <laughs> but if you're gonna go for a t-shirt and you know it now, if you can throw it under your suit, you want one like this. They're soft. They hold up well in the wash. They're incre- incredibly versatile. Uh, you can wear them out, as I said. You can wear them when you work out. You can wear them around the house like everyone's doing right now. You having daddy daycare duty. You can wear them then, and you can look good while you're doing it. And, and the most important thing, that they are cheap, incredibly inexpensive. It's only $15, and you can get them for even less right now. If you go to trueclassictees.com and you use the code at checkout, B-L-E-A-V. That's believe. You get 20% off. So go to trueclassictees.com. Use the code at checkout. Believe for 20% off. That's believe. B-L-E-A-V at trueclassictees.com. Do it now. I love them. Thank you, guys. We appreciate it. 
appreciate it. You know, true story. Gr- growing up, especially during during the summer, well, you know, so, so California kids. So I mean, you know, we uh-huh. we never really had too much bad weather out here. But especially during the summer, right? You're going out, whether you're going to a barbecue, hanging out with the friends, nothing like a fresh white tea. Like you all, you always had to go get a fresh white tea. Before, there it we, is. before we went out to do anything. Now we can do that with with, with uh, True Classic Tees. So I, I can bring that back, even though I'm a little advanced uh, in age these days than, than than I was back in my youth. But man, there was nothing like a, like a fresh white a fresh white tee, man. You, no, you it's had, still, to, it's, had to have yeah. one. It's, it still hadn't changed. Same rules yeah. apply, right? Same same rules apply, man. It's nothing like it's got a, it's got a you know stark white perfect fit. There we go. Nothing like All it. All right. Nothing like it. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Who uh, are we talking about on we, this football You know thing? what? We, we I'm, I'm pounding these wide receivers, Ed, because especially in light of the Emmanuel Sanders departure, there is a hole there. There is a vacancy there, and and, and we've been talking about is it. There? Yeah, big time. And um, is, is there? You, okay. If, if and you're in tuned, you're, you're probably you're more in tuned with with the faithful uh, than I am. In all honesty, you know you you hold court with them uh, quite constantly throughout various social media forms. And as I as I as I retweet as as I go on Niners Twitter, um, like more and more fans are clamoring, like they're pounding the table. Like it's gotten to the point where like if 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 the, once draft day comes, and if John Lynch doesn't pick a wide receiver with that thirteenth pick, like I, I I'm afraid <laughs> the, the faithful they they may riot. I, um, they they really want a wide receiver at that thirteenth pick. Everything that I'm seeing and, and reading, you know, from the faithful out there, they really want a wide receiver there at at, at that thirteenth pick. Why why do you think? Is it just because of this group? Is it because of Sanders leaving? Like, why? Why do you think they've really actually? This is before Sanders actually left. That you know, we started to hear some of this. Why do you think the faithful were so gung ho about about getting a receiver? Uh, because I think that's first of all, that's what the media does. Um, the talking heads get you convinced that you have to do certain things. Uh, because right now they're just throwing out the, the storyline. So you get all these mock drafts where you, people are just making it up oh, as they go. Yeah. Yeah, they sit here and let, let me tell you this true story I just made up. So they, they sit down and everyone starts to look at those like, okay, this person knows exactly what he's talking about. Most of those guys don't smell Kuiper on down. They're just guessing, people. They're just flat out guessing. And I can sit here and all these guys sit here, sit around and they talk about this player has this and this player has that. And these guys have never coached football. Most of them have never played it at any level. And they don't understand what it takes to actually play the game. And I'm sorry. They'll sit around and, and no, you don't have to play the game to be able to analyze the game um, and analyze players. But it's more to it than just sitting there saying because this guy is this size and he runs this speed that he's going to be good. So everyone's got you convinced that you have to have a wide receiver. I've said it before. And I'll say it again. If they, if, uh, this is how I look at it. You've been addressing that position the last couple of years. You have young players that you brought in that were supposed to be on the field this year. If Hurd is on the field playing well this year without the back injury, do you even bring in Emmanuel Sanders? Yeah, good question. 
You see, see that's see that's my point. So if you don't draft a receiver, to me, that says you feel really good about who you already have in the room, and you're addressing another need position because that's what that's understand this. The Niners are at a point to where they can get what they need to continue the climb. They don't have to try and stockpile for just in case. They don't need to do that. You got a good roster. You stockpile just in case when you need camp legs. Because because at the bottom line, I mean, we should say it all the time. We should tell guys they were camp legs. Guys would come in because that was back in the day where wide receivers could only wear 80 numbers. And I'd look when guys be talking trash. and I'm like, dude, you're wearing numbers. 16 <laughs> you're like like shut up like say like shut up you got on 16 you and i both know you are camp legs okay because you are not joe montana uh. <laughs> so if you if you are out here on this practice field wearing joe's number doing training camp i don't even need to get to know your name because you won't be here long enough so you so guess what i'm gonna call you one six because there's no reason for me to try to memorize your name we won't be teammates um, your camp legs because and why it's a real thing. You got to have camp legs because if not, you're going to wear your guys down. So there are some guys that are never going to make your team. There are draft picks that are never going to make your team. You, uh, you're not expect you're, you're, you're getting this guy because hopefully he can surprise you. He can do something. He can come in. But if you're drafting a guy in the fifth, the sixth, the seventh round, back when I came out, it was 12 of them. And guys getting drafted in the 10th, 11th, 12th round, you're not expecting them to make the list. You're not expecting them to be on your squad. Uh, so people say, why would you draft them? Because you have a selection and you may get lucky. But if you thought that guy was actually a player, you would have drafted him in the first, second, third round. So I'm sorry. No, no, no one, no, no, no. Seattle didn't draft Richard Sherman in the fifth round because they thought he was going to be a Hall of Famer. They drafted him in the fifth round because they had a fifth round selection and they thought he had enough tools to come to camp and we'll see. It's that simple. And Sherman was like, I, you, like, y'all don't know me. You screwed up. That's why I go back to the Mel Kuypers and all of this stuff. They're like, oh, this guy can't play the game. And he can't do that. Shut up. Shut up. You, you that's 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 not how you evaluate a player um but that's that's where that's where that's where that is on that and that's, that's how you have to look at it i think this thing is going to unfold one or two ways um i i they i believe they will take a wide receiver in this draft whether it's at 13 oh, yeah i think that that remains to be seen but I think I think it's gonna go it's gonna go down one or two ways. Either they're gonna use that thirteenth pick and they're gonna take a guy and, and all the Niners faithful are gonna be excited about him and he's gonna be, you know, propped up as, you know, one of the next big things, next big wide receivers uh to wear a Niner uniform, or which is incredibly tougher to do today in these times, but they did have scouts on the road during the football season to kind of see guys up close and personal. They may have tabbed a guy, um, not necessarily a first-round guy, but a guy in those you know early to middle rounds, and they trade uh-huh. down and they get that guy there, um, who who they think uh, yes. who they yes. think could be a guy. Um, well, but- this this is how I'm looking at the 13th pick. The 13th pick, if if you said so, I'm with you. Uh, you always bring in wide receivers. You always bring in DBs. 
because of the injury factor. The smallest guys on the field, and it's a big man's game, so you're always going to bring in those guys. And I, you know, I've, I've all, you know, I'm a big, big advocate on the fact that you don't have to get skill position guys early. You don't have to wide receivers, tight ends, um, uh, DBs. You don't have to get them early for them to be very, very good. I already mentioned one in Sherm. You don't have to do that. Um, if they go for why, this is how I truly feel about the 13th pick. I think the Niners, and I think you were getting at that as well. I think the Niners have a guy identified if they, and we keep talking about these three receivers, you know, if I, I guarantee you, there are three or four guys that they've looked at at the receiver position, but there's one guy that they're looking at saying, this is the guy. If that guy is there, you draft him. I think that's the same thing at offensive line. I think that's the same thing at uh, defensive line, you know, where it's like, okay, this is the guy that we think has that potential and can play for us and give us what we need. But I think there's one guy. The issue comes up if you hit 13 and all three of those guys are there. Mm. That's, that's, that's where I think now you got to decide what do you want to do? Because now, now you, what you just said to me, that's what happens. I have we have three guys that we would get at the 13th pick, which means any of those guys that we get later is a win. So, how important is that wide receiver or that offensive lineman or that or that defensive lineman? Are you willing to let, to lose them because you feel so good about the other players? That's where that's where the GMing comes in. If you, if you see my point, because now, well, I got three guys. I can trade back looking at the board and, and people's needs. I can trade back, pick up some picks and possibly still get one of the players I want. So that's that's where that's where it falls in. Like, who who are the guys worthy of a 13? How many guys do, do you have? Because it's got to be more than one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you, you, you know, because because what? Oh, Pat, if the pass rusher. Oh boy, it's pass rusher from Ohio State. Um, Chase. Chase Young. Yeah. If Chase is there, you think if Chase is there, <laughs> ain't no way in hell they're going past Chase. Yeah, there is no there is no way in hell Chase is not in a Niners uniform. There's no way. Yeah. You you see you see what I'm saying? So I mean there are guys that you will have identified saying, like, okay, this is just a monster that we would take. But but the it it, it plays into who's on the board at that time and who's been selected. Cause that's the part you never, ever know. You never know who, which position are they going to have a run on? And once it starts, everybody's like, let me get let mine. Let me get my, yeah, let me get mine before he's gone. It's, yeah. it's the draft truly is an inexact science. And, and so much of it is, it's it's more than the measurables and, and, and things of that nature which are talked about ad nauseum, especially mm-hmm. during this period. Um it, Do you it, fit it, is the most fit, important thing. Fit yeah. exactly. Do fit. you fit do you fit with the philosophy of the team? I tell everybody when guys ask me about that and when we talk about it, I you know, I've told you these stories where it's like how the team Ray Roach came to Jacksonville, Alabama, and he was like, I found my corner. 
Like they don't like they won't like it because it was a different world then, and you didn't see D two teams on TV like you do now, and ESPN wasn't covering the small schools. And, and he was like, they're not gonna like it. He was like, but I found. They told me to find a corner, and I found him. And you're my guy. And then it was like, you know what? I need you to come out here. And I'm, you know, they're they're getting me out there, and I didn't know that, you know, I was being, I, I was, you know, being um, tested by Ronnie and Eric Wright and and Keena Turner and, and you know, like the old heads. I didn't I didn't know that's why they kept bringing me out there to see if I fit, if my personality fit with what they were doing, if my mindset fit, if I got it, even down to the questions they would ask me about certain things. I didn't realize that's what was going on. And that's the thing about it. It's more important than, as you said, your measurables. Do you have the mindset to do what we need done? Because every team has its, you know, you know, I know my Ericisms, but every every team it does. You have philosophy. What's your philosophy? How do you win? What 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 is it built on? What is your team built on? The Pittsburgh Steelers. You think about the Pittsburgh Steelers. What do you think about? I mean, gritty, hard nosed. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, the, defense. Yeah. Uh huh. You, you. I mean, it's, it's certain teams when when you think about them. If you if you think about if you think about the Rams, what do you think about? They're, they're more, especially on the offensive end, finesse. There you go. There, there you go. It, it's, it's certain teams have like this is how we win. This is what we do. If you think about the Giants and how the Giants. Over the years, what the philosophy of that organization, we're going to play defense. We're going to build our team to to be big up front, to beat you up. We're not going to win pretty football games. We're going to win ugly football games. But that's that's how we play, even down to Manning as their quarterback. It's like the way it's not the prettiest game, but it's gritty. We're going to get through it. Every team has a philosophy on how they do things. The Niners have a philosophy and the way the mindset of the players are and the belief that you have to have and understand to, to get through those things. That's what you're looking for. And that is the absolute most important factor. Talent is a given. I'm going to go through and, of course, you have to have the talent. I'm not going to go out and draft an offensive tackle that's um, six feet, 225 pounds. That's just stupid. I don't care. I don't care what his mindset is and how tough he is and all that stuff. He can't play the position. He physically can't hold up and play the position. So once we get past the physical, now I got this guy. But how do I? How does he mesh with what it is we're trying to do? That's that's one of the most important things, and that's what I say. These um, the, these um, analysts and all these people doing these mock drafts and all of this stuff. That's the part that they don't get. They don't they don't talk to the people and get to know the people and just see why, why, why does this guy work? Why can this guy work? How can I bring this guy in? This guy is a talented player. Very, very good. How do I get him to advance that? Because remember, what they're doing in college is not going to be good enough. No matter how no matter how good Judy was at Alabama. It's not good enough yet for the NFL or C.D. Lamb or rugs or any of these quarterbacks, nothing that they are doing is good enough for NFL standards. They, they, they are all really, really good college players. So, <laughs> yeah. you, you know, you know how many really, really good college players. A lot, of, cut a lot of them out there. Year? Yeah. 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 So, I mean, that's, that's, that doesn't matter. 
it, it doesn't matter when you, you know because you can go you can be all American um, in in college you know all everything and then you get to the NFL and you go to your first training camp and some guy who wasn't all backyard he never made all neighborhood he is handing you your ass on a platter yeah it just just destroying destroying your confidence i've seen it happen i've seen i have seen guys ball up into a knot into the fetal position because they are so frustrated where where they they just don't know what to do they 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 just can't figure out why they can't get beyond where they are is because you're dealing with a pro now. So that, that mindset and that philosophy, does this guy mesh? That's the most important thing. So back to that 13th pick, uh, and we keep trying to bring it back, back to that 13th pick. You, those, that's what I'm saying. You look at these guys. That's what I was going at before. You look at these wide receivers and everyone's like, oh, you can take just any one of them. I know they might not all have the same mindset. They may. Yeah, but, but they might but, not. They might not, and and the mindset that these guys have may not mesh with the group that you have because you know you have certain guys like Bourne's going to be there, and Kittle's going to be there, and Debo's going to be there. Your quarterback's going to be there. Like you, you might have some of these guys that step in the huddle, and you're like, uh, I don't know. I played with them. I played with them. We had guys where we were like, okay, like uh, you know what? What I tell you, looks like coffee, smell like coffee. Just decaffeinated as he can be. <laughs> just a cat, I mean, and that's it. And we used to say that. I remember Merton, Merton and I used to say that. And Tim, we we'd say that. I was like, all right, look like coffee. Like cats, be on, when we'd be on the field playing against these guys, <laughs> they all yoked up and everything. You got like that. Look like coffee, smell like coffee. I mean, there's one cat we used to call Big Hollow. Had had muscles up like Schwarzenegger, just rocked up, yoked up. We called him Big Hollow because you could hear him echo every time we hit him. <laughs> you 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 could just you could just hear it. You could hear it just, just the echo inside him, like you were in a cave, like just hollow. He had nothing in him. It was all for show. And it was like, okay, let's see if you want some of this. Yeah, little, little bitty dudes like us, we're we're gonna see if you really want it. And after after a little bit, it shows you don't want it. And that's the mindset that you gotta know what you're dealing with. How are these players? Are they front runners? Some guys, very successful guys in the NFL, are front runners. By that I mean, if things go well, They're all they about snowball. It. They are all about it. But if those guys don't get off to a good start, and you learn that about them, they don't get off to a good start. Can't find them. They don't. They don't fight through it. They some shrink. guys, yes, yes, some they shrink. There are some that shrink. There are some, and there are some that they're so immensely immensely talented that they can still function and do things because you're like how can they be in the league well they're just they're so talented that they can still do some things but you're you're questioning as to why they're not that guy all the time because you'll see this stuff and it's like why are they not that guy all the time uh i i think jimmy graham's career has shown me that he's that dude oh look at all the talent that he has all the things that he's that he should be able to do and should have done his entire career um, but he's not always that guy. Why is he not always that guy? And there's a reason. There's there's something about being a front runner. Kittle is always that guy. Kelsey is always that guy. Whitten was always that guy. You, you know, I'm just I'm just standing at the tight end. Gates was always that guy. It didn't matter what you do. He's he's going to continue to come back, and he's going to make his plays. You're not going to get in his head. He's not going to shrink. 
it does and he doesn't it doesn't matter if you make the first two or three plays. You're gonna have to make play number four, five, six, seven, eight. And if you make eight, you you gotta make number nine. That's the difference. So what the mindset of the guys that you're bringing in, all of these things come out in the wash, man. And and that's that's what the GM's job is to do. That's what the scout's job to do. It's like, how do we ask the questions? How do we figure that out? How do we look at the film? How do we find this guy in the tough situations and see how he responds to it? Because it's not going to always go right. Yeah. It's, it's not. It's uh, This is the Believe in 49ers podcast presented by yes, it Bet is. Online and Obviously, ED quarantine week three. Um, we're supposed to be we're supposed to be getting ready for the final four right now. Uh-huh. Uh, baseball is 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 supposed to be in 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 full swing here. Um, but there's no games. Obviously, no, no games. It's just me and you, man. It's yeah, just it's, us. Just, it's, it's just us. And it's just us. So obviously, ball. obviously, there's a void there. But you know, while while we're waiting this thing out at home, all of you. You can still have some fun betting at betonline.ag. No NBA, NHL, no MLB like we just mentioned. You might think there's nothing to bet on, but BetOnline still has hundreds of places to wager, including their online casino with poker and blackjack. Also, there are some things that, you know, that there's still some sports that are going on. Um, not totally done. You still got MMA. You still got American Idol. Uh, singing is a sport, Ed. I guess I- I'm learning right now. Uh, the elections, uh, which, <laughs> okay. which can also be some some uh, athletic as, as well. Oh, we do uh, we do need some games, huh? Uh, <laughs> Bet no, no politics. And, and and the spelling bee. Don't forget the spelling bee. You can always oh, you can you well, can. Well, I mean, I know you won't. You're yeah, a former champ. Yeah, so. you know. Um, and uh, also, there's a $750,000 poker series. That's 750k. There's still okay. fun to be had. So go to betonline.ag. Use the promo code MYPOD100 to receive your welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that's betonline.ag, and use the promo code MYPOD100. Bet online. The fun never ends. Uh, something has come to an end. The playoff format, as we know it, uh, has come to an end and, and uh-huh. actually has, has gotten a little revamped here. Uh, it was uh, – I thought, I thought this thing passed a couple of weeks ago, but apparently it just became official uh, yesterday with the, with the owners voting on it. Now 14 teams will make the playoffs, um, seven in each conference, meaning – only the number one seeds get that by, uh, and so then and you'll have three uh, you have three games on Saturday, three games on Sunday, uh, that very first weekend of the NFL playoffs. Um, so fourteen teams now make the playoffs. Uh-huh. Ed uh, significant change uh, w- with the NFL, the way they've restructured this thing, adding uh, adding two additional teams now to the postseason. Um, yeah, you're. Your initial thoughts on this playoff expansion? I'm okay with it. Really? I'm, I'm okay with it. Yes, yes. It puts value into the end of the season. So you, you think about what happened with the 49ers. How We talked about the 49ers in Seattle the last month of the season. Yeah. How important was every game 
And you saw, you know, how we were talking about they were getting playoff ready because they had already started. How important was every single game in December for both of those teams? Huge. Yes. Huge. Even down, even down to the the last the game last of the season. Game. There yes. was no, there was no benching of players. There was no let's just sit this one out. Um, it matters. It the the every game, and I've always said there are only sixteen of them, and they always matter. They definitely matter now because you, number one, teams will be fighting for that last playoff spot, that extra playoff spot. And now an eight and eight record could possibly do that for you, um, and which I'm OK with. A lot of people will be like, well, I don't you know, I don't know. It's not going to water down. Football. But yeah, that was my next question. Is, is, is this going to water down the playoffs? No, it, it won't water down football, because this is what I've always said. If I'm better than you, I'm better than you. So if if number so at the end of the day, if I'm sitting there and number two has to play number seven, you're supposed to be better. You're supposed to be better. You earn the spot. You're supposed to be better because at the at the end of the day, to win a championship, you got to be better than everybody else. the 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 best team is going to win the championship. Uh, as much as as much as we hate saying it, the Kansas City Chiefs were the best team in the NFL last year. Yeah, they proved it. And and they proved it. And see, that's the thing about football. You have to prove it. And if if I am better than you, I'm better than you. I'm better than you in your stadium. I'm better than you in my stadium. It's always better to play at home, of course. But if I'm better than you, I'm better, period. So if you if you limp your way into it, you, you can't water down the playoffs. The teams that are good enough to be there, They'll be there. It's like a few years back, Arizona won 10 games, didn't make the playoffs. Everyone was like, oh, that's ridiculous, and blah, blah, blah. Like, no, you should have won 11. Arian said, we should have won 11. You, you know going in what you have to do. It's not like one team gets to play more games than you. So I'm okay with that. I think the, every, the, the season is going to ramp up. It's going to be rare that you have teams – that just have it, you, you know, like I did when I was with the Niners. I mean, I remember one year, week 11, we had home field advantage wrapped up. It's rare that that's <laughs> going to happen. You, you know, wait, I mean, wait, it, what are you guys, like 11 and 0? Um, we were 11 and 1. 11 and 1? Wow. Or something like that, I think. Week um, 11. Wow. That is an onslaught. Or, or 10 and 1, or the 10 and 1, 11. So it was 11 or 12 or something like that. But it was, it was right there. So I, um, and it, you know, it's it's just it's that's how it is. That that's you know that can happen at times, but it's rare. Like I said, that that's going to happen. So I, I'm not even worried about that. But as far as the extra playoff game, we all know playoff football is fun. Is awesome. Playoff football, playoff hockey. There is just so much fun. Yeah. Play, play, playoff hockey is so. Playoff much hockey fun. is, is playoff, amazing. I mean, if I, I'm telling you right now, if you, yeah, I'm I'm a Sharks fan, so. You there there that tank that tank is it's it's something else in that tank doing playoff time, uh, but it, that's a that's another thing to talk about. But as far as um the the schedule, I'm okay. What what are your thoughts on it? I'm I'm completely okay with it. But I'm one who's always okay with the rule changes. You know my philosophy on rule changes when it comes to particular positions. I think rules affect the least talented players the most um players have always adapted to the rule changes the good players always adapt 
um, and the league weans out the ones that can't handle it. This is the same with this playoff format. If you had only four teams making the playoffs, team number five would be complaining. Guess what? Now there's seven teams. Team number eight is going to be complaining. <laughs> that's just that's just the way it is. And on top of that, the number two seed don't complain about not getting a bye. Win another game. Be the number one seed. You already know the rules going into it. I mean, that those are my thoughts. What are your thoughts? I uh, there there's something special about the NFL playoffs in a sense that 32 teams, right, and mm-hmm. and only only 12 made it. Yeah. Right? So it, it it I mean it's it's tough. I did like that it's, too. Yeah. It's tough just to even get in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I'm a big hoop guy, as you know, and you know just thirty just thirty teams in the NBA, and more than half of those teams make yeah. it to 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 their playoffs, and so yeah, that that makes but that he, that makes that first round a little blah, um, except for maybe a couple series. Yeah, um, bad team, but bad teams make it, and bad teams no. make it. Yeah, bad teams, but I I think it's gonna be hard for a bad team to make the playoffs. Yeah, it's still. it's still it's still not it's still not to the point where a bad team is going to make the playoffs and it's still less than half. Um so mm-hmm. so I mean I, that when you factor all that in I I'm okay with it. I I think it's considering it's 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 so hard to make the playoffs that's tough. Like I I'm, I that's tough for those number 2 seeds because you you know for so long you've been accustomed to being able to get that by if you finish in the top 2. Um uh-huh. that that's going to be tough that's going to be tough for them, but I think now it puts so much onus on trying to be that number one seed, you know, um, it's not because you don't have a fault. You don't you don't have a backup plan, right? It's not like, oh, okay, if we don't finish one, and maybe we can get two. Like, like it puts. You know what? Can I tell you something though? I I, I hear what you're saying, but I'm sitting here thinking it, it, it's, it's not going to change not that, things. But it, it may not. It, but it actually, it's not that different, right? Because remember last year, the Niners either they were, they were going to be one or five, right? The way yeah. that the way yeah. that the way that it works out in in, in the NFL. So, um, yeah, I mean, aside from that, I mean that. I think it it gives a, a huge advantage. I think it gives even more of an advantage to the number one seed. I can I tell you this is what I believe, truly believe. It just completely changed the playoffs. I think it's a great thing because the playoff format has forever shifted, and making the playoffs period now is such is going to be such a big deal. Reason being, with only one team having a buy. It's going to be very rare that the first seed, that the number one seed wins um, the championship. Really? Yes. Yes. It's going to be very rare. It's it's not going to be the same advantage that it was. When you have two teams that have that advantage, you have two teams that have an opportunity to take advantage of that extra um, rest or whatever it could be. Um, You know, that's one less game to play. You're going to have all these teams accustomed to playing it. So it's like everybody's playing at wildcard team. So you're going to have to remember what I said. If I'm better than you, I'm better than you. You're the second seed. You're still a really good football team. And you've had a really good season. So just because, you you know, and guess what? You're probably playing well. And, and, and remember what I said? It's going to change the way you approach the season. So you're not going to be calling off the dogs week, you know, uh, 12, 13, 14. You're going to still be playing, and you want to be peaking at the right time when you go off into January. So you're going to have teams that have been playing well on a run 
playing their best ball. Now they just go into another week of football, playing their best ball. That number two seed is going to be a good team. But even with the even with the added game, the the expanded regular season, you don't think that that puts at, at least. After, at, at least after, for this twenty twenty, at least for the twenty twenty season, like you, well, you're you don't think that gives week seventeen. Yeah, uh, well, week eighteen now, right? Um, okay, okay, well, well, you're just talking about the seventeen game, the next yeah, game yeah. When they add that, well, can I tell you something? This is the thing. Um, just like being a rookie, and you go from playing ten games to or your twelve games, thirteen games. You know, like like me going and I played Division two ball, and and we played. 13 games my last couple of years because we were going to championships. So I like 13 games, uh, you know, I get to the NFL. I had five preseason games. Then you got 16 games. Then I had three playoff. Then, you know, you got the playoff games. So it's like your body is not accustomed to that. Then you know what happens? Year two comes. And now this is what you can expect. The same thing is going to happen for these NFL players. Everyone who's complaining about, oh, there's an extra week. You know what happens after you've done it? That's your season now. And everyone's going to train for it. Everyone's going to be equipped for it. Everyone's going to do it. And I've and you've heard me say, I'll say once more, I'm sure I'll say it again. I'm not going to say it's the last time. You have already seen teams play 17, 18 game seasons. It happens every year. Every year. You can't win a championship without playing an 18-game season. Yeah. It, ha- it happens every year. Tom Brady has played for the last 15 years. He's played a 17-18 game season. That's what happens. I did it. I, that's what I said. My first seven years in the league, I played 17 games, I think five or six of those years. You don't, you don't even think about them. You just play. It's, that's just what it is. So this whole theory that the body can't hold up and they need an extra – that's what I'm saying. Stop listening to these talking heads and these <laughs> these people making all this. Well, they're sitting there. They're just talking. They're sitting here, and all of these guys throwing this out here. Like, you know what? That's a that's a point that these players will never do that, and, and they should strike. They should do this. I'm like, guys, that makes no sense. It's already proven. They're, they're, you you already have the research that you can look and see. There are teams that can do it. They're not falling apart. The body's not shutting down because of an extra week. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, really. And I mean, these are and, and think about it. These these guys are playing games that actually matter, real football games, not preseason games. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So why can't you? You know, it, you can play 18 games. I mean, New England plays four preseason games in 18 games. That's what they were doing. I did. I did it. I did it a couple of years playing five preseason games. And then you still do that, even though I didn't touch the ground in preseason. But that's a whole different story. Um, but it, so so I, I don't I think it's OK. But I, I really do think because of this format now, um, that, that's all I'm saying. You, you're going to have there's only one team with the buy. So what are the odds of every season the number one seed making it to the Super Bowl and winning the Super Bowl? Yeah, I mean they, they, they yeah, they, they decrease, obviously. Yeah, yeah, you, you see my you see my point? You yeah. see my point? But I but I but I do Kansas I City do. Kansas City wasn't the number one seed last year. No, they were yeah, they weren't. No, I, no, uh, they weren't. Baltimore, and, and, yeah, Baltimore. Yes. Yes, and that, that's what I'm saying. You you're, that's that's gonna happen a lot, especially now that there's only one 
So six. So you you have seven teams in each conference, and only one of those teams. So you you have two teams on the entire board. Look at those odds. Two teams on the entire board at the dance that have, have an opportunity that have a buy. Only yeah. two out of the fourteen. Okay, that's what I'm saying. It, the the buy is not going to be as important as it used to be. It's, it's just simply not. You're going to want to get home. You're going to want to get um. You know those playoff games at home, of course. Um, it's going to be important when it comes to weather because you still—I don't care who you are—you don't want to go to New York, you don't want to go to Green Bay, you don't want to go to Philly. You, I mean, you don't—you don't want to go to places like that. You don't want to have to go to Kansas City or New England. You don't want to go to these cold weather teams. Yeah, it's just different when you when you're doing that. So that from that standpoint, it'll it'll be a, a deal. But I don't think I'm I'm really not one to worry about. Rule changes. I, I wasn't when I was a player, when they constantly did them. I, I was never one. My own. The only issue I ever have with rules is when they say they do things for the safety of the players and they don't change rules to um, protect defensive players. When it, when it's just a rule to protect an offensive player, I'm like, come on now. The, you know, the defense should have that same luxury. Uh, you know, just just like so. It's, it's like the defenseless player. Well, if if, if a guy's diving for a ball without hitting him, he's defenseless, but a guy can crack back on a defensive player and he's not. Come on. Yeah. So so you, when they when they have rules like that, now I have an issue. Other than that, if it's if it's about the play and you, everybody adapted, everybody has to adapt. No big deal, man. No yeah, big deal. yeah we, we've seen those hits get eliminated from yeah. the, the yeah. high school, college game. Um. So we were, we did IG live yesterday for the first yeah. time, and that's probably something that they were probably going to you know continue to do sporadically here and there. Um, I know you do it quite a bit, Ed. But we yeah, got, I'll probably we, do it today. Yeah, we got a question yesterday about the running back room. Um, two, it was actually two part question. Uh, between McKinnon, Brita, and Radio Raheem, who gets the most touches, especially at the start of the season? And then uh, there was another one about Frank Gore. You know him coming back uh-huh. and 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 the Niners bringing him back, letting him ride off into the sunset. Uh, well, what we'll handle handle the Gore question first? You said no to that yesterday, yeah. um, but today you're going to tell us why. Why 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 don't you see that happening? Uh, well, number one, I love Frank, and it would be wonderful for him. I know how much colors matter to him. I mean, he he's a Niner. He considers himself a Niner. He's going off playing everyone. We all consider him a Niner. Um, Frank is a guy I wish. There are a couple guys I wish I, I you know, that we played with. I, 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 I really wish Frank had been on my teams because I, I would have loved for him to experience uh, winning at that level. It took him a long time to get an opportunity to win. Um, but I don't think Frank comes back to the Niners because even though you don't have the same general manager and people upstairs that um, let him move on, it's still admitting a mistake. That's why it's rare you get to see players go back because administration has to admit, you know what, we may have made a mistake. We could have – if you can find a reason for this to work now, why couldn't you have found a reason for it to work out before? Why couldn't – why couldn't you have found the reason to say we want you on the squad, but you're not going to get but so many touches. We need to get these other guys there, especially when you're dealing with a guy like Frank, who is a pro's pro. 
Yes, he wants to play, but just like he's doing in Buffalo, just like he, wherever where he goes, my, he's going to help the other players get better. And, you know, new, like he did in um, Indy, he's going to help other players get better. And when you call his number, he's going to perform. We were talking about front runners. Frank is not a front runner. So he's going to perform whenever he gets a chance. So because of all of those questions that could come up, it's rare that you get to see that happen. That's why I think Frank won't be back um, because of that. You put him in that light because, number one, if you put Frank in – if you put Frank in the uniform, aren't you going to want to see him play? Yeah. Yes, the fan base is going to want to see him play. You're going to want – they're going to want to see Frank on the field. You're going to want to see Frank start. You're going to want to see Frank get his touches. And um, also, if you're the coaching staff, aren't you going to want to give him that? Aren't you going to want Frank to succeed? You're going to want there's – this, there's just this a certain feel that you have for guys like that. And it can cloud your judgment. That's why I don't think he'd be back. That's that's the reason for me. Um, as far as that running back room, McKinnon's coming back, um, mm-hmm. hopefully healthy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brita back, and then Radio Raheem coming off of that mm-hmm. career year. Um, season starts. Mm-hmm. Who's who, who's getting the bulk of the touches? Um, can I go other? Really? Yeah. Is that person on the roster? Um, may not be. Ah, uh. may not be. Okay. Um, McKinnon, McKinnon. I hope that he comes in and plays well. They brought McKinnon in uh, originally to be the starter, right? That was the expectation. Yeah, I mean, he that was, he's, yeah, he was going. He was the, one of the first big, big signings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, so if he's healthy, you would, you would think that he's going to get an opportunity. So I don't know where he is. I don't know how healthy he is. I don't know what's going on. I mean, some freak stuff. But it's the, it's the same thing like with Jason. And, you know, I was a big, big on Jason Verrett coming here last year because I was like, this dude can play. Yeah. He's a monster when he tells but he's just had buzzard luck. I mean, he just can't stay. Can't I stay mean, dude, dude, the dude he's, a, the, he's a baller, though. He he's is. a baller, but, I mean, he got hurt doing his conditioning test. Uh. So, so it's like wait, he's just snake bitten. And, you know, and I don't know if that's McKinnon. Um, um, I'm looking at. Brita, you brought Brita back. They put Brita on on a team-friendly con- contract. You basically give him the minimum to come back, and he was punished for dropping the ball. So now you got to see how that affects his psyche and what's going on because you did. It's almost like, you know, he didn't make his money. He took the deal. It obviously wants to be here because he could have said no. Um, uh, but this is I, – I don't think he's going to be the guy – and radio, this is the thing. As much as we all love that story, radio's been in the league how long? This is year seven? Yeah, close to it, yeah. Yeah. So I'm not sure. I mean, we could look that up, but I'm not sure off the top of my head. But but he's been there, and he's a, he's a team's guy. He's a team's guy. He's a team's guy. He's a team's guy. Now, I you just said he had his career year. This will be year six for him. Okay, this is year six, and he had his career year. It's rare, not impossible. Would love for it to be. And this is this is not me. Uh, you know what? This is going to be taken taken like you know what? I'm doubting the guy. I'm just looking at. I, you know me, man. I don't scout with my with my heart. I would love for it to love to be wrong. Would love for you to prove me wrong, radio. Uh, but 
it's rare that a guy goes into year six or seven, then all of a sudden he blossoms. Especially at that position, right? At that position. It normally happens sooner. So it's not a question of your talent and all this stuff. Because we saw the speed. We saw the stuff. And a lot of people say, well, you know, you didn't get the opportunity and all this stuff. Well, no, you've had some opportunities along the way. You had well, to have some opportunities. Uh, yeah, but I'll, okay, I'll, I'll say this. I'll say this. He had... Uh, he had 137 carries last year. Uh-huh. Right? Mm-hmm. Prior to that, in his career, mm-hmm. he only had 41 carries. No, I got it. And nothing in those 41 carries made a team say, we need to give you 42. We need to give you 43. Well, 30, we 34, you 34 of those 41s came the year before with the Niners. Yeah, see? So, that, so, so this is so this is the so thing. So maybe, Niners... it's, maybe it's Kyle. So, and I mean, you know what? And this is the thing. It, it's it's maybe that's the case. And Kyle found it. Like I said, it's just it's rare. And I hope it's very rare. I, no, I, I'm, I hope, I'm with you on that. I hope that he's that guy because if that's the case, then more than likely, you know, he would get the bulk of them. Um, but I I don't think that that's the expectation. And if if that were the expectation. McKinnon wouldn't be on the team. Yeah. If, you, know, well, if you, just, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, if McKin- yeah, you, yeah. You you would not have gone out and gotten McKinnon if you because you brought McKinnon in to be your starter. And if you thought radio was that guy who had that career year and could build off of that, you didn't need to spend the money on McKinnon. Well, you already had are, you had your Are you talking about this offseason or are you talking about when they originally got McKinnon? When they originally got it. Well, yeah. Well, McKinnon was already proven at that point. At, at that at that point in his career, listen, listen Radio Raheem saying, had two carries. Um. So 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 listen. So listen, and that's that's my point. So listen to what I'm saying. If you thought that he were that guy, you played him. You played him out of necessity. Um. You didn't look at him as you, it wasn't a luxury play. It was a necessity play. Um. And maybe you can be pleasantly surprised, but I'm just saying it's rare. It's just rare that those guys turn into that guy this late in their career because of the fact that, as I said, you get pigeonholed and you are a certain player because he's a team's guy. You expect him. That's that's how he's earned his living. He's done it. It's not a question of guys aren't capable of doing things. It's like you just you get locked in and this is your position because you're either you're a starter. There's no such thing as a backup outside of the the quarterback, um, in in the league. You are you are a starter on offense, you're a starter on defense, or you're a starter on teams. And if you can't do one of those three things, you can't play in the NFL. Yeah. And Radio's a, he's a team starter. He's a team. Yeah, he's a, he's a team's guy. This and this will be his age twenty eight season. So yeah, he's got that going. So, so he, I mean, so he's at that point. So think about it. He's at that point now where they start to say running backs have a lot of miles on them. Yeah. Running backs are starting. You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's, I, I would love to see him continue to grow, be a part of that rotation and, and, and do the thing. But if you started this off by asking me the bulk of the carries and who do I think is going to get him, I, I don't see him being that guy. I don't, I don't see radio being the guy that you're saying we're going to build a run game around um, just be, just because of circumstances. 
it's definitely not talent. I I see the talent. You see the talent. But it's just it's it's very hard. It, it's a crazy thing, but it's very very hard to get yourself out of that that light or that shadow, depending. Um, once you're there, it's it's a very difficult thing, and it has nothing to do with you as a player or your talent. It's just how it's how you are viewed around the league, and once that happens, it's hard to change. It's it's, it's a very very hard scenario to change. Well, I, I'll say this, and 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 I agree with a lot of what you said, um, but but I can also make the argument that Kyle, in his offense last year, I, I don't think they had a starter, right? Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and and unless unless you're a Zeke Elliott or you know unless you you got one of those guys, you know everybody pretty much goes running back by committee. You know these yeah. days. Um, yeah. And and Kyle Kyle's Kyle's offense is no different. So yeah, I'll say that. And 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 here's hoping that you know radio that that could be a launching pad yeah. for Radio Raheem. Yo, Ed, I'm here for it. I'm here uh, for it. I, I hear you. You know what I mean? Let, you, let's radio. I, I let, let's you. ride it all the way to the Super Bowl. You, win the I damn love, thing and and make would, a movie. Call it Ride the Wave. And, I would love to be wrong. I would love for that to happen. But think about what you just said right now. I'm sure we will revisit this in the fall. Think about what you just said. The Niners didn't have a starter last year. The Niners went by committee. They didn't have a starter. Um which means they need a starting running back, which is why I went back to how I started this. I don't know if he's on the team now because I don't know if you look at those guys, the the one guy that they look at as the starter, McKinnon, uh, is hurt. he healthy? Yeah, if he, he's if he's hurt. healthy, if he's healthy, he's going to be your starter and he's going to get the bulk of them. So I don't know that that's why I have to go there. I'm not, I don't know if he's on the team right now because I don't know where that is because if he's not, you're going to get back into that rotation. Yeah, well, it's, it's going to be a great story. We're going to make a movie, and we're going to call it "Ride the Wave." And uh, okay. I don't even—I just—I just want to be at the premiere, radio. If you're, if you're listening, I just want to be at the premiere. That's all. I don't—I don't, I don't need anything. I don't need anything else. Yeah, me too, just, man. Just, 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 don't get mad at me. Just, just have, just, just have us out there on the red carpet when they, when, when they, when they make this thing. Um. So yeah, I mean, we'll we'll talk about running backs. Obviously, the fall. Obviously, we we got a lot more time uh, to get to. Uh, before we get there um but the draft is coming up so more draft talk coming up for you as well and uh also check us out on instagram live uh you can follow us on instagram i'm at watch ray ray he's at underscore bump and run um and on twitter at r haylock at underscore eric davis underscore uh, and make sure you subscribe, rate, and review. We're located wherever you find, listen, and download your podcasts. Uh, you can find us. Um, so that'll do it for this week's episode, Quarantine Week 3. There it is. Um, they get long in quarantine. Yeah, I mean, we're yeah. we're, we're continuing this thing. I mean, this, we're, I mean just trying, this, we're, we're trying to entertain the, the people. We're That's social all. distancing, but this is as, as, mo- as much social. Uh, <laughs> 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 this is this is as as, as social as, as as we've been, uh, as as we can be uh, during uh, during this process. So. So, yeah, a little, a little bit longer pods for you here. Hopefully uh, you enjoy that. Make sure you hit us up on Twitter if you got questions for the next pod, questions for the next IG Live, whatever. Make sure you hit us up uh, on, on Twitter, on social media. Um, this has been the Believe in 49ers podcast.
presented by Bet Online for Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Stay safe, be well, and we'll see y'all next week. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.